Welcome, I'm Vana. Thank you for joining me as we seek more peace and purpose in our lives. We're going to take a little side trip here on the podcast for the next couple of months and talk about one of the most mysterious and universal things we experience in life, and that is time. I would say time was a pain point in my life that led me deeper into personal development and mindset work. In the past 30 years or so, I've read all the books and advice on productivity and time management, and I really absorbed Stephen Covey's Seven Habits, which go into the foundational level of why we do things. But something was still amiss. In fact, that is what led me to work with my first coach years ago. I told him I needed help with how I always felt behind and like I could never get everything done that needed to be done. And he wisely helped me see deeper than my to-do list and helped me stop letting that list rule how I felt. But I will say that ideas around time and productivity and using our time intentionally and meaningfully are still always fascinating to me. So in the past couple of years, I started writing down my thoughts about time. I've got about 65 pages so far, so I thought I would share what I've come up with with you. This is my journey to go deeper, to understand how we think and feel about time that colors our experience with time. What is the purpose of time? What are we supposed to be doing with it? How can I feel at peace with time? How could I even love time? I don't have all the answers to these questions yet, so I'm inviting you to figure it out with me. I would love to hear your thoughts and ideas about time. I really think we could discover some transformational insights on this. What are your challenges with time and what works for you? So email me at vana at vanadavis.com. That's in the show notes. And by the way, if you aren't on my email list, I send out a weekly email and the easiest way to get on my list right now is to email me because I'm working on my website. If you hear this episode later, then check my website, vanadavis.com, and you'll be able to sign up there. Here's what I realized. Time management and productivity training can only get us so far. To truly feel like you're using your time to create what you want in your life, you have to go to a deeper level, your relationship with time, your beliefs, what you think the purpose of time is, what you believe about your time capability, and what you really want out of the limited and precious time you have on earth. God created time and he gave us all of it that we need to do what we're here to do. Once you get that right, then organizing and productivity and managing your time are the final skills that help you get that. What if we could stop fighting with time and finally use it for what it was created for, to feel the peace and confidence that you've been seeking all along and immerse yourself in your unique mission? So let's start with what we know about time. Here's some universal facts about time on earth, which we all experience. And the first one is that the time that we have every day is the one thing we all have absolutely equal amounts of while living on earth. A day is how long it takes the earth to rotate. And it's not actually 24 hours. It's 23 hours, 56 minutes, and 4.2 seconds. 
The second thing is that our ticket into earthly time is birth and our exit is death. This is pretty much universal and non-negotiable, with the possible exception of a few disciples who were promised by Jesus that they would never taste of death. For the rest of us, however, that is our experience, right? The third fact is that as long as we are on earth, we move through time. We go through human development from infancy, childhood, teen years, young adulthood, middle years, senior years. This is also universal and non-negotiable. And the fourth one is that in this mortal state, we are all time travelers continually moving through time. We can't stop it, slow it down, or go back. There's no reverse. We only go forward. I heard Ira Glass on the NPR podcast, This American Life, say once, we are all time travelers traveling into the future 60 seconds at a time. While the physical presence of days and seasons and human development, these are natural, the rest of how we experience time is a human invention. Calendars, numbered years, the fact that we have seven days in a week, the names of our months and days, the timelines that we set, the deadlines we try and meet, these are all made up. Watches and clocks don't actually measure time. They set time. Since the 1950s, the gold standard for timekeeping has been atomic clocks. These clocks emit very stable and precise frequencies of light from specific atoms. So we decided to use them to set time in a way that is ultra-stable over decades. But remember, a second of time is a human creation. We decided to use these things that give a constant beat to set our lives to, and it shapes all of our thoughts and actions. Beyond these facts about how we experience time, pretty much everything else is a human concoction based on our thoughts and feelings about time. Humans agreed on the concepts and manner of measuring, tracking, and valuing time, which led us to develop a culture around time. So let's look at some of our cultural ideas about time. Not all groups of people around the world see time the same way. In the West, we tend to see time as linear, with a beginning and an end. And we also see time as limited in supply, so we work with timelines and deadlines. Getting a job done on time and getting a lot of things done over time are high values in our culture. And money and time are linked so closely, aren't they? We say that time is money. And we think of time as primarily a way to pursue getting things. There's a book called Time Peace written by Ellen Santilli Vaughn, and she wrote, The more advanced and wealthy a culture is, the more the people think of time in economic terms. Wealthy countries tend to be time poor. I thought that was very insightful. It seems like we traded in one precious resource, our time, for another, money. Other cultures see time as cyclical and endless, and they emphasize harmony and doing things right instead of getting things done on time, and they focus more on relationships. Again, Ellen Vaughn wrote, economically poorer nations tend to be time rich. 
I feel like our culture, especially here in the U.S., has led to most people having a broken, dysfunctional relationship with time. We feel like we have to get lots done to prove our value. Listen to any group of friends talk and they'll eventually get to how busy, how overwhelmed, and how inadequate they feel about everything they think they should be doing. Ironically, modern culture has a massive circumstance that makes it even harder to get things done. And that's the flood of information and entertainment through technology that is constantly distracting us from paying attention to what we actually want to do with our time. And unfortunately, we usually think that the problem is us, not our culture. We agonize that if only we were better able to manage our time in some way, then we'd be able to measure up to the ideals of productivity that mean success in our world. But we've been set up to fail in managing our time. Time definitely calls the shots in our lives if we let it. Another thing we pick up from our culture is the belief that productivity comes from using the right processes, systems, tools, and apps but we have it backwards. Those things are useful in the end, but we have to get our mindset right first, or we won't have the motivation or capability to use all those fancy tools. You've probably developed some deep beliefs and patterns of living based on our flawed and foolish culture. You can think of this mindset as your relationship with time, and we're going to talk about it more in the next episode. And you know, I love a good question because the best questions help us think in new ways. So here's a better question for you to simmer on this week to prepare for our discussion next week. And that is, what is my relationship with time? Remember, my friends, you didn't create this broken culture. You just landed in it. It isn't your fault. If we feel bad about time, we're probably living other people's time beliefs. I believe we don't have to keep struggling in it. Let's design a fresh new approach to time that will serve us better. I offer that we transform our relationship with time one thought at a time. So today I'm going to leave you with one thought to work on. That thought is, I'm a time healer, recovering from a toxic and dysfunctional time paradigm. So every time you start to feel busy, overwhelmed, behind, unproductive, or otherwise battered by time, I want you to stop and think, I'm a time healer. How does it feel when you think that? I know I feel a sense of calm, some inner wisdom in there, and some possibility. There is a way to live at peace with time, so let's get better at it together. Wishing you a total time transformation. Be peaceful be powerful, and love your radiant heart. I would love it if you would please share this podcast with someone and remember to email me and tell me about your time troubles. When it comes to time, what bothers you the most? What are you trying to figure out or what helps you manage your time? Get in touch with me at vana at vanadavis.com and that is in the show notes. Take care until next time.